up guys? I'm Cassie. I'm Sarah. And today we're talking about the Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry case. The story of Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry started back in June 2021 when they embarked on a cross-country trip. They planned to travel in Gabby's white Ford van to the west coast and visit state and national parks across the western United States. She had been excited to share her journey with her family and others on social media. She maintained regular contact with her family during her travels. However, communication suddenly stopped around the end of August. Moab, Utah police had an encounter with Gabby and Brian on August 12th, where officers described them as having engaged in some sort of altercation. Although the two were described as getting into a physical fight following an argument, both of them reported that they are in love and engaged to be married and desperately didn't wish to see anyone charged with a crime. Body camera footage from Moab, Utah police shows them talking with Brian and Gabby. At officer's suggestion, the couple separated for the night and according to a report, it describes Gabby as confused and emotional. After evaluating the totality of the circumstances, police didn't believe that the situation escalated to the level of domestic assault as much as that of a mental health crisis. In a 911 audio recording, from that day, a caller tells dispatch he wanted to report a domestic dispute and described a white van with a Florida license plate. The caller said they were driving by and the gentleman was slapping the girl. Then we stopped, the caller added. They ran up and down the sidewalk, he proceeded to hit her, hopped in the car, and they drove off. On August 27th, a Louisiana couple vacationing in Jackson, Wyoming, said they saw Gabby and Brian involved in a commotion as they were leaving the Mary Piglet's Tex-Mex restaurant. Nina Angelo, who was at the restaurant with her boyfriend, said Gabby was in tears and Brian was visibly angry, going in and out of the restaurant several times and showing anger toward the staff around the hostess stand. A restaurant manager said she saw an incident at the restaurant on August 27th but declined to give her name or describe what happened and said that the restaurant did not have surveillance video of the incident. Basically, they're a lovely couple in love, love. going on a cross-country trip. Um, and then they got pulled over by police yes. because they were seen hitting each other, which I did put the video and stuff up there, which you'll yeah. see and stuff, but like... Gabby's in the back of the car. She's crying. Brian doesn't really seem phased. But again, I mean, it could just be like a lover's quarrel, you know, like girls. They're desperately in love. Yeah, girls. About to get married or getting ready to whatever, get married yeah. or whatever. And girls tend to be a little more sensitive. Mm -hmm. So maybe she was just like upset. They're stressful. Um, a lot was going on. I think that traveling, you know, with a significant other and all that can be a, <laughs> a lot of pressure, you know. But I also heard... I don't know how true this is, but a, apparently, this is what I heard when the whole story was coming out, that they were engaged, but then they broke the engagement off. Maybe to... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. We don't have it in this information, but I remember hearing something along all the other articles that came out that they broke the engagement off, so yeah. they might have already been having some... Some... Problems. Gabby's family told police they were last in contact with her during the last week of August. Before the last communication, Gabby was believed to have been in Grand Tenton National Park in Wyoming. In a news conference in September, Gabby's family attorney Richard Stafford said the family's last communication with her was August 30th, but they do not believe the message they received was from her. Stafford shared a timeline of events on September 17th as the family knows it. On August 24th, Gabby FaceTimed with her mom and told her she was leaving Utah and heading to the Tenton Range in Wyoming. On August 25th, there were multiple text messages between Gabby and her mom. Her family believed she was 
messages in the Kentons on this date. On August 27th, there were more text messages between Gabby and her mom, during which her family believed she was still in the Kentons. On August 30th, her family received their last text message from Gabby. They doubted that she wrote that text message. According to Stafford, the message read, no service in Yosemite. Also in September, a woman publicly claimed she and her boyfriend gave Brian a ride on August 29th in Wyoming, and Brian claimed he'd been camping by himself for multiple days while Gabby was in their van working on social media posts. In a series of videos posted on TikTok, Miranda Baker said she and her boyfriend picked up Brian that evening while he was hitchhiking in Coulter Bay. Brian told them he had been camping at a site outside the Grand Tenton National Park near the Snake River. Once Brian found out Baker and her boyfriend were going to Jackson Hole instead of Jackson, he got agitated, asked them to stop the vehicle, and got out near the Jackson Dam, according to Baker. A seasonal Wyoming resident said she picked up Brian not far from Jackson Lake Dam on August 29th and gave him a ride to the Spread Creek dispersed camping area. Brian told her he and his fiance had a travel blog and that she was in their van at the camping area working on the blog and he had been hiking along the Snake River embankment for a few days. She later provided the FBI with that information. She said that when they arrived at Spread Creek, she dropped Brian off before the gate at the entrance of the camping area. She said she offered once or twice to take him farther, but he was insistent that he'd be dropped off at the entrance. She picked him up around 6.15 p.m., which was just a few minutes after Baker had said he had departed her vehicle. Like we said, Brian and Gabby are going on, you know, their cross-country thing. racket trip. <laughs> <laughs> they're, going, <laughs> they're going on their little cross-country trip, but then they separate and he goes hiking off for a couple days while she's in the van working on social media posts and their travel blog. Little fishy! You're telling me they're out in these like new places. He just leaves her in the van for a couple days and he's like, I'm just gonna go hike by myself a little ways away. See you in a couple days. X no. no. I don't really buy that. No, I don't either. It's like, it's weird. You're in a new place. You're obviously going to want to go check it out. She's going to want to go too, I feel. Yeah, and this is like not just some like random person you're hanging out with. This is like your fiance. fiance. This is the person you're going to spend like. Yeah, you're not going to just separate. The rest of you. Yeah, for no. And wouldn't this be something you put on your travel blog or yeah. your YouTube? Yeah. Channel. I don't know. That's a little suspicious. Brian returned to the couple's Northport home where his parents also live on September 1st, according to police. A license plate reader shows that the vehicle exited Interstate 75 into Northport at 10.26 a.m. The white vehicle they had been traveling in was later recovered by police at the home. It was processed and there was some material in there authorities will be going through. Northport police released an image of Gabby's van, which they say Brian drove back to Florida, September 11th. After not being able to get in touch with her, Gabby's family, who lives in New York, reported her missing to police in Suffolk County, New York. Northport authorities went to Brian's home that night and asked to speak to him and his family, but were handed information for their attorney and that is the extent of the conversation with them, the police spokesperson says. September 16th. In a letter read by Gabby's family attorney at a news briefing held by police, her family begs for Brian's family to help in the investigation. Please, if you or your family have any decency left, please tell us where Gabby is located, Stafford says. Tell us if we are even looking in the right place. All we want is for Gabby to come home. Please help us make that happen. He says Gabby's family reached out to Brian's family earlier in the month for information on her whereabouts, but his family refused to answer. We haven't been able to sleep or eat 
and our lives are falling apart, the letter adds. September 17th. After several days of both Gabby's family and the police pleading with Brian's family to cooperate in the investigation, his family requested the police come to their home where they shared that they haven't seen him since September 14th. The police spokesperson tells reporters, we have been trying all week to talk to his family, to talk to Brian, and now they've called us here on Friday. We've gone to the home, and they are saying now they have not seen their son. The Laundry family attorney says the whereabouts of Brian are currently unknown. The FBI is currently at the Laundry residence removing property to assist in locating Brian. As of now, the FBI is now looking for both Gabby and Brian. Local and federal authorities kick off a search for the 23-year-old man. It goes from like, okay, a little suspicious to like, hardcore, hardcore downhill. So, Brian returns home without Gabby. I remember seeing this on like the news or TikTok or wherever and I was like, they're not like, they don't have a, like a restaurant out for him. Like they're just like, oh, I wonder where she is. Like this maybe. man comes home from a cross country trip without the fiance. What? Maybe they're just thinking, oh, they decided that it's for the best. And she was gonna what bike home? <laughs> How's she gonna get home? His parents should have been like, yo, where's Gabby? His parents are probably like the type of parents that like don't care. No, they'll believe whatever their son says. I guess. They've probably, like, babied him, and, like, they're probably, like, super overprotective parents. That's true. The family, like, won't answer anything. Like, anything. How awful can you be? Right? This family is begging for help to find their daughter. Daughter? And you're just like... Sorry, it's not my problem. She's not my daughter. Pretty much. To me, that, like... In the silence, to me, that's what they're saying. Yeah. September 18th. Northport Police says authorities are conducting a search for Brian at the Carlton Reserve, a nature area with more than 80 miles of hiking trails in Venice, Florida. Roughly 50 law enforcement officers from five local agencies and the FBI are searching for him. Meanwhile, the FBI announces the agency and its partners are also conducting ground surveys in Grand Tenton National Park relevant to Gabby's disappearance. The National Park is where she is believed to have been before her last communication with her family. September 19th. Human remains discovered in Tenton County are consistent with the description of Gabby. Full forensic identification has not been completed to confirm 100% that we found Gabby, but her family has been notified of this discovery. September 20th. The parents of Brian are questioned at their home by the FBI. Christopher and Roberta Laundrie were escorted from their home and returned after federal agents executed a search warrant. Authorities searched the home for hours. September 21st. The Tenton County coroner confirms that the human remains remains found in the Bridger-Tenton National Forest are those of Gabby Petito. The cause of death remains pending final autopsy results. September 23rd. While authorities continued their search for Brian at the Carlton Reserve, a federal arrest warrant was issued for him. While this warrant allows law enforcement to arrest Mr. Laundrie, the FBI and our partners across the country continue to investigate the facts and circumstances of Ms. Petito's homicide. We urge individuals with knowledge of Mr. Laundrie's role in this matter or his current whereabouts to contact the FBI. He is suspected of using a debit card and PIN for accounts that do not belong to him for charges of more than $1,000, sometime between August 30th and September 1st. Police are finally getting on this. They're <laughs> like, oh, she's so missing? Sweet. Let's look. And you know, they're getting on their on their case Yeah. about like, yo, we know you know where Gabby is. They know. Oh, they know. 
for sure they know. But they did find human remains. Yes, they did. Where she was last seen. So everyone's like, oh, it's Gabby. They're so. not sure, which tells us that either whatever she looked like was mm -hmm. unrecognizable or she was out there for a good amount of time. time. Enough for animals to get to her and for decomposition. Yes. To start to set in, sort of. Um, so... You know, it kind of fits so far with the timeline of, like, when she went missing. Yeah. Because at this point, we were, like, September 19th. So, that's, like, a couple weeks out from when she was last heard from. Yeah. October 12th. After a detailed investigation by forensic pathologists, anthropologists, and local law enforcement with assistance from the FBI, Gabby's cause of death was determined to be strangulation. The coroner says that Gabby's body was outside in the wilderness for about three to four weeks before being found. Brian was still missing at this time. Authorities have not explained explicitly connected him to her death either. October 20th. Weeks into the search for Brian at Florida's Carlton Reserve, investigators found what appeared to be human remains along with personal items including a backpack and notebook belonging to him. The items were found in an area that had been underwater. Earlier in the day, the Laundry family attorney said some articles belonging to Brian were found off a trail he frequented at a site connected to the Carlton Reserve. His parents informed the FBI and Northport Police the night prior that they intended to come to the park to search for him. Law enforcement met them there. After a brief search, the family and law enforcement found articles belonging to him. The Sarasota County Medical Examiner and a cadaver dog were called to the Carlton Reserve area. October 21st. The FBI announced that a comparison of dental records confirmed the human remains found a day earlier were those of Brian Laundrie. It was also indicated the items had been out there for some time. A source with knowledge of the investigation also said that the notebook discovered among other belongings is possibly salvageable. They found him. They did. So there's kind of like a lot go that went on. So yeah. first let's start with Gabby. So she they found out what her cause of death was strangulation yeah so it wasn't a lot of people originally thought that maybe it was an accident like maybe, maybe. something happened she fell off like off whatever they were climbing or whatever but that wasn't the case she was strangled um and then we go to brian who they searched for for a long, long time. time they got dog the bounty hunter up in here which i was like yes he's gonna find him and then he hurt himself but anyways um so what I find suspicious is that the parents were like, oh, oh. I'm going to go out or we're going to go out and try to find him in his special area that he likes to hang out. Mm -hmm. And they just so happened to find his, his remains, remains and his belongings. I find that like so... No, they, they had to know. I find it very suspicious. They had to know. He probably was like, come check on me in a couple days or whatever. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to go probably chill out in my special place. Yeah. Come check on me. We didn't say in here, but apparently his cause of death was a gunshot wound, I believe. So he probably shot himself? Yes, but they didn't find the gun that I heard of during the time when this was going on. Like, I didn't know if they found the gun or not. So that's where it was like, oh, were the parents more involved? Because where did the gun go? Mm -hmm. You know, like, yeah, it was like a swampy area, but if it, like, drained or whatever and they found his body, then why wouldn't they have found the gun, too? If the gun's missing... Somebody was there. So in his notebook, I'm assuming it's legit or it could just be something that someone made up, but it, it's a suicide note from Brian. It says like to mom and dad, it talks about the whole thing with Gabby and that the relationship was starting to get strained mm -hmm. and that once she was gone, he couldn't handle anymore. So then obviously he killed himself, but 
I don't know if that really is his suicide note or if it's something that someone just mm. kind of like made up from made the internet. Up. But if that's the case, then. But still, where's the gun? We found out what happened to Gabby and, and Brian. Brian. Like, this is a story that captivated the world for yep. weeks. This like, was like our summer. Yeah, like I was like, oh, I gotta know what's going on. Like I was so interested. I didn't know of Gabby and Brian like before the murder and everything, mm-hmm. but I remember seeing TikToks about it and I was like, dang. This is crazy. In the end, it's believed that Brian strangled Gabby and then, and then killed himself, himself in the reserve like everyone thought. This is one that a lot of you should know of, yeah. so let us know if there's anything that we missed, if you heard anything about the gun being missing, about the notebook, or anything like that. We, we will see you guys next Friday. Peace.